Hello and welcome, finally, to episode 24 of the Online Gaming Podcast. This is coming out a little bit later than I wanted it to. A, uh, a tree fell on my cable line at home, so I had to get that fixed before I could get this podcast all put together. Interestingly enough, not a whole lot of news between now, uh, between the last podcast and now. A couple things, though. And let's get right into that. Boardspace.net has announced they're working on two, three new games. Uh, they've got some partial implementations that you can't really play. You can just move the board and pieces around. And the games are Depole, Tumbling Down, and Truchet. So... Hopefully those will be coming soon. Uh, you can play against another opponent, but there's no real rules, uh, enforcement, and no bots yet. And Boardspace.net is really known for having uh, bots that you can play against. Colossus, the SourceForge uh, Titan clone, has a new build with Event Viewer improvements. That was just released on June 4th. The Conquer Club put out a new build on May 30th, and this is what the post for it says. Uh, Two-player games. Finally, you can challenge an opponent head-to-head. To avoid giving an unfair advantage to the first player taking a turn, one-third of the territories are made neutral. Rest assured that our multi-hunters will keep an eye out for cheaters using two-player games to harvest points. We will hand down score resets as an additional punishment when necessary. New ranks. More ranks means more promotions. A big thanks to Widowmakers for designing the icons. Games won. The number and percentage of games won will now appear on the scoreboard and on member profiles. Conquer Club Shop. Conquer Club branded merchandise is now for sale. They have short shirts, mugs, hats, even stuff for babies. Um, they're taking suggestions, even. Feedback moderation. A new department has been added to, con- to the contact form to deal with complaints about feedback. Please respect the feedback guidelines and try to resolve any feedback issues yourself before requesting moderation. More forums. They've opened up three new language forums for German, Danish, and Finnish. And set up some subforums, uh, QA, strategy, plugins and add-ons, general discussion, ongoing tournaments, completed tournaments and the tournaments, forum games and off-topic, map ideas and Final Forge in the Map Foundry. XML extensions. This isn't really part of the update, but I thought I should mention that the XML, which cartographers use to make maps on Conquer Club, has become more flexible and allows for these new possibilities. Neutral territories, territorial bonus, bombardments, final objectives, partially held continents, and continent overrides. They mentioned they still have to properly document the XML for newcomers to the map foundry. Nonetheless, they can look forward to a new generation of maps with exciting twists to the gameplay. A website I don't talk about much, I haven't gotten a review of it, is Edition Erkoneg. Uh, they just added shock to uh, their website. That's T-S-C-H-U-K. That's a new game they've got up there. They've got a couple other ones. Techno Wishes, Witches, Falconstein, Feth Autos, 
Vulcan, all of which I, I'm planning on reviewing as soon as I can. So, But it's nice to see they have Chuck up there, which I think is available at Botteajou as well. Botteajou has been down for almost a month um, since I last checked. It might have been down longer than that. So, uh, If anybody knows what's happening with Botteajou, uh, drop me an email at kdivine at yahoo.com. Let me know. I play games. That's E-Y-E playgames.com has announced Robo Runner Fusion. Robo Runner Fusion is an X-Pack which introduces new design concepts and polishes up old ones. Uh, I play games is a uh, it's a ricochet robot, I think. Uh, it might be ro- kind of a robo-rally. I'm not positive on which one that is. I haven't had a chance to play any games there. so. Uh, let me just do a quick check on one of the games. Um, robo-rally. It's a kind of a robo-rally type game. So they've got a new couple new builds and stuff out there. Game Table Online. Their Euphrate and Tigris now has sound effects. They were added May 15th, so you can check that out. Uh, if you register now, you get games for two weeks absolutely free. Hex War, after a little dearth, they went crazy with the updates. I'm only going back to June 5th with these updates since that's as far back as their diary goes. Um, There's a new Hex War game launcher. Uh, Blue and gray for the Macintosh is in beta. Uh, Napoleon War is improved Mac compatibility. Uh, The latest rankings were just posted. Road to Richmond is in final offline testing. Um... And Kazarine is in final offline testing. So that's what's happening over at Hex War. Some nice stuff. I'm glad to see two more games out there. And um, I'll have to check out the new game launcher, see how that works. Maybe do another review. Ludaholic.com has added a color preference. uh, Similar... It looks similar to the Mobby Web interface for color preference. You will be able to choose your favorite colors for each game. Choose your first choice, second choice, third choice. What happens if both you and your opponent want to play the same color? The system generates a seniority score for all players and ranks them accordingly. Highest ranked player gets his or her first choice. The second highest then gets their first choice. Unless the first player already picked it, then the next highest ranked player will get their second choice. The seniority score is based off a formula that includes, but is not limited to, any victory points you earn for the game and how long you've been a member of the site. For example, in capital, I choose blue for my favorite color and green for my next. If I played an opponent that had a higher seniority score than me, and that opponent also happened to like to play blue, they would get blue and I would get green. If you don't have your color preferences set, the system will assign you random colors. So, if you play over at Ludaholic, uh, Capital, or Erlan, you go visit the account your account page and set your color preferences. I can tell you that um, there are a number of good games coming up for Ludaholic. 
Some are relatively simple games. Um, others are more complicated ones. And there has been some discussion of uh, porting over some of the collectible card games that are more turn-based. There are some where it's just a draw-a-card, play-card type thing. So there are some nice nice things on the horizon over at Ludaholicom. And yours truly may be uh, one of the developers on one of their new games. Uh, not as the original developer, but putting it into an online version. So <laughs> when I finish that up, I'll let you know when that goes into beta. Uh, working on a game, I can't, I can't tell you yet what it is, but I'll let you know when I can. MobbyWeb, two new games, Krita and Ur. I'm playing in one of each of those. Krita Krita is in in open beta testing, so anybody can create a game. Uh, So that's really kind of cool that there are two more games available. That brings MobbyWeb up to six. Krita is a Steven Dora game uh, published by Gold Sieber in 2005. It's um, a kind of... uh, It has some elements of Puerto Rico in it. You play a... uh, You play a card that's a a type of action, um, and then you you do whatever the actions are from that card, and then there's scoring based on location and other things like that. Uh, I'd say uh, the, the whole... Puerto Rico comparison isn't very good, actually. Um, it's an interesting game. I suggest to go take a look. Um, and oh, it's going to bring them up to seven. Sorry, seven games on Mobby Web after Ur. Ur is a very interesting game. I had, I had seen it before, but had never played it. I'm playing in uh, one of the closed beta tests that Mobby started, um, and. Uh, there have been some improvements that have been made already that that you'll you won't know that, but y- you'll appreciate that the beta testers actually um, made some suggestions on on these games uh, that have been in uh, that have been beta testing. Mainly visibility issues. Uh, there's cubes that are on cards, and uh, one of the first suggestions made were was to improve the visibility of those cubes. Moving on, NetAcquire, um, which is that odd address www.telus.net slash Kenzit slash NetAcquire. They've released a NetAcquire host monitor, a utility program to assure the ability to run NetAcquire as a host 24-7 without operator intervention. Um... No new software developments, but they did completely redesign the website um, on the 6th of June. So it looks like they're getting ready to release, uh, or at least getting together, something uh, new for NetAcquire. So I'm intrigued uh, to see maybe something something going on. Uh, They're still asking for programmers out there to help them out. 
So if you you have a intense desire to see a net acquire a new new version, maybe drop uh, Kenzit an email and let him know. Gold token, okay, lots of updates on gold token. They have a new login page, uh, name icons, a bunch of new chess and checkers. Obviously, the monthly newsletter, Friesian checkers, and two more checker varieties. And that's 11 man ballot and 12 and 8 man check checkers. That'd be C Z E C H check checkers. Uh, goldtoken.com is really the place to go if you want to play any kind of checkers. Um, American Checker Federation has even uh, adopted them as their official platform. So definitely the checker headquarters of the web. Super Duper Games. A few updates to their to their um, existing games. Uh, and I didn't have this sorted on their new games. Let's see if there's anything new in the past. A few. Uh, one new game, and that's Dipole. Dipole is an excellent mark steer game and is played with either a standard or international draught set. The object is to limit all the opponent's pieces through direct capture or attrition. Draws are not possible. So that is the a new game on Super Duper Games. Bringing their total up to 84. Tracksgame.com. There's a new Tracks Holland new website, and that's tracksholland.nl. So if you're a Dutch speaker, you can go over there and still play tracks. Vassal, the uh, ASL that uses the Vassal engine, was updated on May 28th to version 5.6. New in version 5.6, broken unit inventory window for easy RPH resolution. New counter to support MMP published campaign games. New CG perimeter markers. And counter fixes to the Russian tanks, the US 747 and 125, and German trucks. The Vassal Engine at vassalengine.org. A few updates, not as many as I thought there would be at this point in time. Civil War updated to 1.4B08. Incorporated improvement, correcting errors, and accommodating player requests from Comsum World. Unofficial second edition rulebook is coming by Kirk Bast and Bill Thompson. Memoir 44 updates. Uploaded terrain pack extension V1.3 with scenario number 36 corrected. And Pacific Theater extension version 1.1 with four new official scenarios and warship units added. Attack Vector Tactical version 0.1. My first crack at a module. This is Jesse Escobedo. The version post includes some tools to improve game speed. Only includes the AFRAC and WASP SSDs. Memoir 44 Overlord. An Overlord extension for Memoir 44 module is now available. Stonewall in the Valley 1.0 is now available in the GCACW folder. Great campaigns, the American Civil War, I think. Includes all scenarios from the Skirmisher magazines, as well as the Sheridan and the Valley mini-modules simulating the 1864 Valley Campaign.
Blood Bowl mod updated to version 1.3. I added in five maps to make the total amount of variants playable to six. I'm also looking for help to make a Java class to load the team in from an HTML file. Brown Rob wonders if there are any Java gurus about. Red Star Rising, up-and-coming release in the IGS series from Adam Starkweather and MMP. The Ultimate War in Russia has been put online. Wargameroom.com uh, Command and Conquer Ancients to 2.4 on May 17th. Empire of the Sun to 1.4 on May 29th. Europe Engulfed to 9.9 on June 6th. For the People to 3.4 May 17th. Paths of Glory to 6.2 on June 6th. Twilight Struggle to 2.8 on June 6th. And... Uh, server update? Nope. That's it. That's all the new stuff on wargameroom.com. really have to check that quite often. They're updating that all the time. Mastermoves.eu. They've added No Limit. No Limit. The summary. Navigate your speed boot. Speed boat. Try to finish first. Place your boat on the start line. First yellow, then red. Players take alternate turns, moving their boat. Red moves first. Uh, There's buoys, crashes. And then you finish when you pass the finish line. You can pass the finish line in any direction. When your boat sinks after reaching the finish, you still win the game. After 35 moves, the game ends automatically. The player who passed the most buoys wins. If equal, the player with the fewest damage points wins. For each buoy rounded, and for reaching the finish, you get a point. Damage points are an extra tiebreaker for tournaments. So that's interesting. There's little arrows that show you which direction you're supposed to go around the buoys. Um... You do roll dice. The dice are from 1 to 3. Uh, in a turn, you first select your dice. You can use the dice you used in your last turn. You can add one die, or you can remove one die. For every die you used in the previous turn, you can choose to use the same roll or to re-roll the die. The first turn, you automatically roll one die. After rolling, you total the pips on the dice. This is the amount of spaces you move your boat. You can move in the same direction as last turn, or make a turn of 60 degrees left or right before your move. You must move as many spaces as possible. Move through water, not on land. If there's only one direction allowed, your boat will be moved automatically. But you have to watch out for going too fast. Because if the islands or buoys prevent you from prevent your moving the total number of pips on your dice, you'll crash into either an island, a buoy, or the side of the lake. The remainder of your total die rolls, the damage you receive. If you suffer five or more damage points in total, your boat will sink and your opponent wins. When you crash, you lose your dice. Next turn, you can either roll one die, turn your, turn your boat, or move the number of pips, or turn your boat without moving. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. That's all the news I have for uh, for the online gaming podcast to June twelfth. It's kind of surprising. I think uh, I was thinking I was going to have a review by today, but uh, again, like I said, cable line was out. 
wasn't able to get a review together, so I think I'll wait until next week or so to get you a review and just leave you here. I've already gone on for 20 minutes on news and other things. I was going to give you a review of Mobby Web's two new games, but I kind of explained them in the news segment as well as the new game in Master Moves. So next week, I uh, hope to have some a review for you or the week after. Uh, could be just to the next show. Uh, my cable line is supposed to be fixed, so <laughs> uh, right now I'm doing this from a different location than I normally do. That's why there might be some more background noise than normal, because there's a fan blowing in the back, because the air conditioning here is terrible. Anyways, as always, if you have any questions or comments, please send them to Kevin Devine or kdevine at yahoo.com. And let me know, or you can post on the blog at onlinegamingpodcast6.blogspot.com. Uh, I think there, there's a link in the iTunes if you're subscribed through that. I have been listed over at podcastpen.com and Podcast Pickle and a whole bunch of other podcast listing sites. Uh, I've sent me emails saying that I'm now listed on their site, which is cool. Uh, hopefully I didn't lose a lot of listeners with that month hiatus. I did announce it, so I'm hoping you all stuck around and left the feed on and plan on downloading. But um, if there's anything that any anybody would like to see on this show, please don't hesitate to send me an email uh, or comment on the blog or whatever to get my attention. Uh, I do read them. I do read my email. Uh, I do enjoy responses. I'm hoping I still have at least my... I think I had 75 listeners, maybe. 50. <laughs> However many of you out there are listening to you, thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time. If you're like a lot of people, you may find mass media coverage of scientific and technical issues to be confusing, inconsistent, even downright annoying. If that's how you feel, I've just got one thing to say to you. It's not your fault. The fact of the matter is, in a number of mass media formats, the coverage of science and technology is being dramatically reduced. Many reporters that have been dedicated to covering science and technology issues have been laid off. Coverage of controversial science news is being watered down to avoid irritating any subscribers and the resulting coverage is often mangled, dumbed down, sensationalized, and stripped of context. So if you're fed up with soundbite science, check out the Geek Counterpoint podcast. Every week or so, you'll get a short podcast, about 20 minutes, on science and technology issues. I attempt to correct gross errors in science reporting, fill in missing background behind science and technology stories, and basically function as your Geek to English translator. You can subscribe via iTunes or from the website at geekcounterpoint.net. This is Michael A. Stackpole, and you're listening to the Gaming Podcast Network. We hoped you enjoyed today's online gaming podcast. If you have any feedback, questions, or comments, please go to onlinegamingpodcast.blogspot.com or email kdevine at yahoo.com.